Hey, you all, and welcome back to Grow Theory. I am Tina, your host, and I am so excited about today's episode because it is something that I think all of us can relate to, especially when it comes to any of us who are on social media. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the topic of content, how you can find content ideas, and how you can truly never run out of content ideas. So in this episode, I want you to really like lean in, get a pen and paper, do what you got to do because it is going to be good. So without further ado, lean in and let's get into it. So in today's episode, we are going to be covering five ideas that will always help you stay on track and will allow you to be in a position where you never run out of content ideas. And if you stick around to the end, I will include a bonus. So the very first thing that you should be aware of and ask yourself whenever you get to that place of, am I running out of content ideas? What the heck am I supposed to post? What can I say? And that is to ask yourself, why am I here? Simple, but powerful. Why am I here on this platform? Why am I here in this business that I'm running? Why am I here writing this blog? Why am I here trying to make a bigger impact? And I have found that if you don't know what that why is, you will always fall off the track. You're always going to end up feeling so overwhelmed and tired. You'll be pulling from the clouds, figuring out what the heck am I going to create? What am I what am I supposed to tell people? And at the end of the day, Your why is your anchor. It is what is going to help you. And your why is your compass. Okay, let's just pull all the all the phrases that will help you. Honestly, it is that thing that grounds you, but also guides you in a sea of so much noise. If you don't know what your why is, I encourage you to spend some time journaling and asking yourself, you know, who am I actually trying to help? Because you're not trying to help everyone, whether you run a business, you're a service provider, um, you have a product or whatever you're trying to do, you run a blog or a YouTube channel, you are not trying to service everyone. You're not trying to help everybody. So it's key to write down and journal and really think about who are you trying to help and also who needs you, who actually needs your help, who is the person that when they get a hold of your content, they're going to say, thank the heavens, I have found this individual. They are who I've been looking for all along. So my friend, I encourage you, create an avatar to help you. If you've never heard of the term avatar, well, you've heard it today. So basically, Come up with a person in your mind. Think about what they look like, their name maybe, what's their vibe, what are their interests, what are their pain points, what are some things that you are an expert at that could honestly make their life so much easier. And when you hone into those things, that is when you truly can create content for days because it's not even about it being um, original all the time. It will always be impactful all the time because what you're saying, whether you repeat yourself or you are constantly going back to a certain topic, that topic is your core why. And as you gain new followers and gain new audiences and gain new customers to your product or service, you will start to see that your why was the thing 
that brought these people at the end of the day. And so that is why it is so important to know why you're here, understand who you're trying to help, and understand who needs you, who needs your expertise. This is something that will definitely help you never run out of content ideas. Now, the second thing to be mindful of when it comes to what you can do to never run out of content ideas, and that is to answer simple questions. Now, if you are a product or service provider, you have had clients and customers who have had frequently asked questions, whether it was in the comment section, whether it was through email, whether it was face-to-face. We all have experienced questions that were so simple that when we heard it, it was like, oh, yeah, of course. But to the actual customer, and client to them, it was groundbreaking. So take time and really think about questions that people have asked you, no matter how small or how big, and try to create content around that because listen, if one person has a question about that, the chances are that a lot of other people who are in your audience have the exact same question. So why not address it to the masses on your posts, in your stories, in your email list, whatever that looks like, address the questions head on up front because honestly, it will make you look more like an expert, which you are an expert, but sometimes we don't show that expertise in our content. So taking the time out to really brainstorming, what are the questions that I get asked all the time? How can I make people feel more secure? How do I approach these questions and make people feel like, wow, thank God I stumbled upon this person's page again because they came correct with the right answers for me. And keep in mind when you're answering these questions, keep it simple. You know, when I was in school for journalism, we had a phrase that we learned and it was called KISS. And it means keep it simple, stupid, or keep it simple, silly, whatever one you want to go with. But Basically, at the end of the day, what it stood for was that people are simple, okay? We are simple creatures. We are already at the point where our attention span can't do much, you know? So why put more on people's plate? Answer questions that are simple and give them a simple answer that they can digest because people don't have a lot of time. We're all busy every day. And if you can be that person that answers so quick, You're good to go, seriously. And think about the last time you looked up something on Google. Let's say you were sick, you know, we're in COVID season. Maybe you had a headache or maybe your throat was itching and you Googled, do I have COVID? My throat is itching. Google probably gave you so many uh, things to click on to see. You have WebMD. WebMD is the worst. You know, they'll have you thinking that you're going to die soon, but you asked a simple question and Google gave you back a quick and concise answer to help guide you in your next step in life. And that is who you want to be for your clientele. You want to be their Google because you are the expert in your field. So think about what those little questions are that people have asked you and guide them in the right direction with your content. At the end of the day, you can't 
address everybody. You can't be the expert for everyone. So it is very important for you to create that client avatar and get serious about your why and who you're trying to help. And from there, that's when you can start servicing the right people. And as you start to service the right people, you will start to receive the same simple questions. And from there, you can truly create content that will constantly be helping the right people and people in the future who come to your little corner of the internet. Now, the third thing that I want to talk about as far as content creation is about research. Now, we all have seen on social media when we see a post that has inspired us or we were on Pinterest and we're like, dang, that is so cool. I wish I could create something like that or maybe write a blog post or saw a commercial or even saw a magazine cover that inspired us in some way. It is so important to research your craft, research the field that you're in, see what content is being made around that and truly Map it out, create folders around it, do what you gotta do, but create references from the research that you have made because then you can always go back when it's time to create. There will be times when you're in a dry season and you have no idea what you wanna talk about, you're just not in the mood, but when you do have the space and you're in, you're inspired, you're in a place where you're like, wow, my gears are just turning, I'm killing it this month, let's go, you have an entire folder of references from the research that you put in of different clippings, whether it's the way something was written, the way the photo was taken, the way someone answered a certain question. You're like, I really resonate with that, but I would take this take on it and maybe I'd put my spin on it this way. You have endless amounts of content when you do the research and create the references. Another thing that you could do as far as researching, whether it's other people's stuff, You could also research your own analytics. Guys, this is something that people completely seem to ignore for some reason. All of our social media platforms give us analytics. Whether you have a YouTube channel, you're on Instagram, uh, you are on Twitter, it does not matter. Your blogs, your websites, it doesn't matter. Everything gives us analytics and it is important to take time to research your analytics to see what is working and what is not working. If there are posts that are just simply not working and it you've been consistently posting posts like that and they just don't resonate, maybe you're maybe you're making content around um, you know a certain topic in your business or about your life and people are just there's crickets. Stop doing that. Now, if you look at your analytics and You see tons of engagement, tons of interaction from your audience. People are commenting, saving, sharing, all the goodies that are are analytics, right, that make our analytics good. Do more of that. So instead of trying to be out here guessing and playing the guessing game, there's no room for that. We're all busy, okay? So just go ahead, look at your analytics, research them, and see Hmm, if I've been consistent creating content and this pool over here is not working, but this pool is, lean in and go ham, go hard at what is working. Because as you start to grow and increase your audience and grow your audience, you will be creating content that is helpful and will definitely resonate with people because your analytics don't lie to you. And I just want to say, as far as researching your analytics, Things are always going to change. I mean, we see with Instagram for a while, it was like carousels. 
then it right now it's reels who knows what tomorrow is going to hold um you know whether it's your blog youtube whatever platform is your specific platform of choice please know that what makes your analytics boost will always be changing. So it is important for you to research the trends and see what is working for the platform that you choose to be on the most. It is important to know what that is and adjust accordingly. Because when you really spend time in research, whether it's your analytics, researching people that inspire you, things that inspire you, researching what works, it is so key in helping you grow your audience, but not only that, increase your sales. Because trust me, if you're in business and whether you're beginning, you're in the middle of it, or you're an expert, your goal at the end of the day is to make sales, is to convert audience members into buyers, into whatever you're doing. You want them to buy in to what you are cooking. So it is important for you as the content creator to create content that will facilitate more sales and facilitate an environment where people trust you and trust you enough to buy in to what you're selling. Okay, for the fourth thing that I wanted to talk about in regards to never running out of content ideas is reference content that inspires you. I know I talked a little bit about this in the last one with research, but references, I wanted to go much, much deeper with this. Now, If you're anything like me, you have tons of folders in your Instagram that are separated by things that inspire you. Currently, I have a folder full of workouts that I sometimes do and other times they just sit there, you know? But if I'm in the mood to, you know, get some abs, summer's here around the corner, it's springtime. Or if I'm in the mood to get really nice arms because I'm gonna be wearing uh, spaghetti shop shirts, I will go back to those folders for workout arms, videos, and I'm going to copy them. I'm going to do it. And so it's the same concept. Go back and reference content that inspires you for the purpose of content creation. Now, when you look at people on Instagram or YouTube or blogs or whatever, it is important to understand that you are not copying people And don't copy people, huge mistake. But the key here is to be inspired by what you see. Um, I just wanted to say, disclaimer, there is nothing new under the sun, period. And it is important to understand that because if you're anything like me, last year I was having a hard time because I was like, man, I would hear things, I would read things, and I'd be like, that really resonates with me and I want to share it with my audience but it's already out there. Do you know that I was robbing people of information that could help them because I saw it from someone else that was like, I don't know, in Canada somewhere or Australia somewhere? And because I saw it, I assumed my audience, well, I'm copying, I'm stealing if I share something that resonates with me to my audience. But the only person who was suffering from that was me and my audience. So if you're ever in a position where you're not sure if all the references that you've collected that inspire you and you know that you can create content around it, but you're scared because you don't want to be seen as somebody who's copying or stealing work, please understand there is nothing new under the sun and you are a specific, uniquely made individual. You may see someone else and what they say, but let's say they are super duper duper mellow and calming energy, and you might be a crazy go-getter, 
pop, 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 spicy individual. How you say that content back, how you create content back from the same idea that that mellow person created is going to be totally different. You feel me? So at the end of the day, it makes no sense for you to hold back and not go ham, not lean in and help the people that follow you, your clients, your customers, your audience, they follow you for a reason. They see that you are the expert that is there to help them. So help them. Don't hold back information just because you're afraid or whatever is blocking you. Just ignore the ego side of you and get to work. I'm telling you, you will thank me later. Okay, now that I'm done with that little tangent rant, um, back to referencing things that inspire you to create content. It's important to go ahead and create folders. I'm telling you, go on Pinterest, go on YouTube, go on Instagram, save things, save things in categories so that you can reference it later because there will be times, like I said before, that you will be burnt out and you won't, your mind won't want to come up with brand new ideas. So it's important to have an arsenal of things that you know that you can go back into and be like, oh yes, I remember, I definitely wanted to create that because it inspired me. And you might find that you create something totally different. It's a totally different spin, but it's so cute. Just look at TikTok and Reels, guys. I mean, how many of the same songs have we heard and the same Reels have we seen by different people, but they all are different because of the person. And that's what we have to understand. When you use references to create content because you were inspired by those references, you can't lose because you will create something so specific, so unique because of who you are. When you have a bunch of references and you're specific on the visuals and the voice and what you're trying to say and what you're trying to accomplish, trust me when I say that your creative team, whether you're working with one photographer to help you build your personal brand imagery or a graphic designer or, you know, the list goes on. But your team, whoever they are or that one person is, they will thank you. I cannot tell you how many clients I've had that I just, I'm so grateful because They understand this is the vision board that I have. This is what I want to say and accomplish in this session. And we're able to create so much magic because there is research and references that are guiding us throughout the process. So the end result is just so beautiful and powerful. So next time you see something that inspires you and you love it, honey, go ahead and save that for a rainy day because you will need it. There will be a rainy day. The last thing that I want to say as far as never running out of content ideas and to help you stay inspired is asking yourself, what do I want to be known for? Is the content that I'm about to create in alignment with my why? Is it in alignment with my vision? Is this going to be helpful to people who follow me? Like really getting deep into that. What do you want to be known for? Are you the reels girl? Are you the girl who posts reels every day and that's it? Are you the person who always works on amazing projects and that's what you share? Do you create the best bomb clay earrings and you just want the world to know how your products are sustainable, eco-friendly? Like what do you want to be known for? Because in the long-term goals, knowing what that is is so is just key. It's so key. There are so many different types of content out there today. 
that it can get overwhelming and it can feel like, okay, I got to do TikTok. I got to make reels. I got to make a YouTube video. I've got to do this. Bah, 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 bah. It just, it can get overwhelming to the point where you're like, wow, I honestly, am I just a content creator or am I running a business? Um, you know, it can get to that point. Now, if you're a content creator, bomb, do all of the things. But if you're someone who maybe is running a nine to five, working a nine to five, and then that five to nine is you trying to grow your product and service business, you may not have the time to do all of the things, right? So it's important for you to think, what do I want to be known for? Now, if you are not good at making a bunch of videos, I mean, you don't have to be known to be the perfect high quality video content creator. If you're an amazing writer, but you want to be known for your blog posts, but you know that maybe you're not the one who's going to be making a bunch of reels, then don't. Stay in your lane and go deep with what works for you. Be intentional with where you want to see yourself in the long run and how people, who, how do you want people to say or think about you? That's how your content should be centered around. When people think of your name and what you do, you should want that to align with your vision. So being intentional is so key and so important. All right, y'all, I did tell you that I was going to give you a bonus, so let's talk about it. I have already talked about this in a previous episode, but we're going to mention it again because it is so important. And that is the phrase that I said in my last podcast. I think you say non decure duco. I think that's it. It's Latin. I don't speak Latin, but it means I am not led. I lead. And I wanted to really talk to you about when it comes to content ideas, have you ever seen people post on Instagram like, what do you guys want to see or what do you guys want to learn or what are you guys interested in? At the end of the day, your audience is looking to you for expertise. So don't go asking them. I mean, I guess they could give you some feedback, but at the end of the day, I know for me, it goes back to the Google search, right? If I type in Google am I sick? I want them to tell me what I need to do. I don't want them asking me what I would like to know. Does that make sense? So at the end of the day, it's important for you to understand people are showing up for you on these platforms. They're showing up for your expertise. They're showing up for your energy. They're showing up for what you have to offer them. And when you tell them, you know, I'm looking to you for what to create. I need you to tell me what to create. It's just not a good look, you know? And honestly, it's one of those things, let's say you've been dating someone for a long time, or if you've been married for a long, if I've never been married, but I can only imagine if a couple's been married for a while and it's someone's birthday or Valentine's and they're like, hey, what do you, what do you want? Why can't you come up with something? Don't you know me? And that's the key. When we're creating content on these platforms, It's important for us to know our audience. That's why creating an an avatar is so important. You should know who your ideal audience is. And when they come through, you should know these people. You should understand what they like based off of the research from the analytics because they're showing up for you. That's why they're here. So come correct with some really awesome content that is going to um, educate them, serve them, make them laugh, make them feel, make them feel a little bit more connected to you. But at the end of the day, the analytics will tell you that. At the end of the day, you understanding your why and your avatar will help guide you closer to that. Social media is 
about being social. And it's so important for us to be intentional when it comes to creating content for these social platforms because at the end of the day, the goal is to build stronger relationships because out of those relationships, people know you, like you, and then they trust you. And when it comes time for you to sell something or you want them to buy into whatever you're putting out there, the work is done, you know? But if you're always asking people, what do you want to see? What do you want to learn from me? All these questions, it's going to make them be like, is this person actually an expert? Because, you know, I'm just saying. It's your job to pay attention. And like I said before, Look at your DMs, look back at emails, look at questions that people have come to you with. Um, What has feedback been? Do people love your product and service? Are they raving about it? What did you do that was different from other people in your field? What makes you special? Like really going deep into those aspects and pointers and really making a note of that will help you create content for days to where you will be able to increase your analytics. Then you'll be able to understand more of what works. At the end of the day, just stay grounded. Keep your eyes peeled on those analytics. Research everything. What is being saved? What is being shared? Um, what is giving you all the best feedback? And I, I promise you, if you can incorporate all of these tips at the end of the day you will you really won't run out of content ideas at all like you honestly will have a whole arsenal of content ideas for your audience to continue to know like and trust you anyhow guys that's all i've got for you today i hope this episode really really resonated with you listen if you're still here go ahead and go to apple podcasts and if you could could you leave me a review? That would make my day awesome. But also it helps other people find my podcast who really could benefit from this helpful information. So thank you in advance and I will see you in the next episode.